Hey, welcome everyone to episode 98 of Today in the Scene. I'm Joe with Indie Arcade Wave, and I just want to say thank you for checking us out. If you like what we're doing here at Indie Arcade Wave, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. It helps us a ton, and together we can ride the wave. So this week we're going to dive into a new indie game. I've been away for a couple weeks. I took a trip, got married, did a whole bunch of stuff, and now I'm back and I'm ready to start doing some more interviews. So we're going to jump into a game that I found years ago when I went down to South Florida for a Killer Queen tournament called Queen's Gone Wild. And I met Amar at Bumble Bash 4. So his game is called Crab Volleyball. It's super fun. Played in the first tournament ever and won. Loved it. Um, let's just bring Amar in here and start talking about the game. I like, I've like. i been thinking about this for months. So how are you doing, man? Hey, Joe. How's it going? I am so excited to be talking about all this. Yeah, it's it's going super well. I, I listen to your podcast nonstop. Like this was uh, like from the beginning. I like watch pretty much all the episodes. It's kind of been, uh, you know, been learning from all the stuff, all the stuff from it. I mean, it's, I feel like the podcast was just made for me. So thank you for making it. Of course, I'm I'm glad you like it, and you've been in the Discord a bunch too. If you're not in the Discord, you guys can jump in there too. The link is down in the description. Um, we've got a whole bunch of developers, arcade owners, stuff like that, just talking about how to get into the space. But let's talk about your game. Let's first just introduce yourself, Amar. Let us know who you are, what you do, all that kind of stuff. Sure, sure, sure. So uh, my name is Amar Ahmed. Um, I am uh, I'm a big nerd located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, on my day job, I you know been a software developer slash you know consultant manager, um, mostly for financial companies uh, here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, on my free time, uh, I'm just a huge video game nerd who loves. I I spend pretty much like most of my free time either um, like. Playing video games, listening to video games, watching videos about video games, following video game news of all sorts, and um, yeah, I mean, and that's kind of how I stumbled into what I am now. So <laughs> it brought me here, I guess. Yeah, I I love that. I mean, you're pretty active in the Killer Queen community, which we'll talk about in a little bit here. But let's just tell us what crap volleyball is. Like, sure, what sure. is the premise of this game? What can people expect? And uh, and I'll I'll have to wear the yes the crab hat. hat for this. Um, so uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll have this on the whole time. I love it. I'm already, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already good. I already got my fill in. But uh, crab volleyball, it's a uh, two versus two sports game um, that resembles the sport of volleyball. The the whole goal is to you know you have a one ball and two players on each side, and uh, the the goal is to not have the ball touch the floor and um, have it you know touch the other the enemy team's floor in a way. So uh, it is uh, very similar to the sport of like sand volleyball specifically. Uh, I've been a I'm, I play volleyball in my free time. I volleyball is something like I kind of like share with people, similar to like my hobbies. It's like I try to get people to play volleyball and teach them and stuff like that. So I wanted to bring in a lot of like in depth ideas that are actually in a lot of games more than just uh, like volleyball. It's kind of like things like zoning, spacing, and like having to guess. Uh, defending and playing safe or, you know, playing more offense. I had to, I wanted to bring all of that into a concept and share it with people who might not be, might be too intimidated to like, you know, get on the court and play volleyball. I mean, it is kind of a, it is, it's, it's a lot. So, um, so I kind of wanted to kind of bring those concepts to a video game. And that's kind of where I started. Actually, I kind of wanted to make a good, I wanted to make a game that resembles volleyball. And I, of course, researched, 
um, about a lot of video games are about volleyball. And I just couldn't find something that kind of scratched my itch. And that's why I started kind of experimenting with the um, the things that I wanted, the concept that I wanted. And that's honestly why Crab Volleyball was born. Uh, I can go more into that and like the journey of it. But that is really that was really the motivation behind it. Uh, I love volleyball and I love video games. And both of those were just merged together. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I think the game is super fun, and I love that you basically took, from what I played last at least, you took the out-of-bounds and just turned it into walls, so the ball just keeps going. It's super hectic, crazy, can be super fast-paced. Um, you gave us an idea of like how the idea came to be. How did you start working on it? Like We know you have the programming background, but like for someone that's just trying to jump into game development, like where did you start? Sure. I, I mean, I always wanted to... like I always liked the idea of systems in games, um, I think actually, uh, I never, so my problem was always finishing games. And that's because I, I made video games because I actually enjoy playing video games. And I like to see the the systems and kind of like tinker around. And, you know, I would see like, see like an existing game and I'll be like, oh, this mechanic is cool. But what if there was something different? And, you know, then I would try to kind of like prototype that in one way or another. Uh, I always joke with people and tell them like the, the first game that I made was in like PowerPoint, right? Like I was like, it was images. I was like 12, 13. And there was a concept of like going from one page to another. And it was like a spaceship. And I mean, I didn't finish it. And I lost all of that, sadly. I wish I still had it. But you just want to start with what you have, um, whether it's like dice, whether it's paper and pen, and just kind of like let the imagination flow. Uh, for crab volleyball, I started following tutorials and um you know, I was just kind of like, so what, okay, so what I started with was actually, uh, I had a friend of mine who kind of like knew a little bit about Unity and so on. And um, that kind of, at first, I was like a little bit intimidated. And I feel like everyone is intimidated at first. But uh, once I kind of talked to that friend, I was like, okay, well, let me just like pour time into it. Let me find some YouTube tutorials, um, sink in some time. I was following tutor- tutorials without the idea of me actually making the game. I I just wanted to like do the same things that people were doing. I mean, just follow the tutorial one after another. Uh, there was nothing unique about what I was making. And after a while, I just had, I realized that I have enough knowledge. And I, I think I was actually, I started with a, uh, like a breakout tutorial. And in the middle of it, I was like, it would be kind of cool if I like do, you know, some other stuff. And I started kind of like pivot from that part. And, uh, and it kind of just been a learning process uh, while I was doing it. I mean, yeah, I'm a software developer, so I kind of have that, like, cheating side. Like, I kind of know some of that. But um, I think a lot of it just kind of came, came in from curiosity. And I, I had to, like, research everything. And there's, you, there's the blessing of YouTube. So you can always uh, find um, a game concept that is very similar to what you're trying to do, whether it's a counter, whether it's, a you know, like a health bar. I don't have that in my game. But... You know, like you can find like those like small snippets and add them all together. Uh, so for crab volleyball, like I started working with that. It was like the breakout, like breakout game tutorial, which is like think of breakout as like a one player pong. If you never played that, so it's like the bar that's like at the bottom that goes right and left, and the ball just kind of breaks parts and kind of come down. So I was like, okay, well I can turn that into like multiplayer, and that kind of like became the next concept. And I was like, okay, well. I want to go further. Like, I want to go full. Of course, like, I, everyone kind of thinks, like, big. And I was like, oh, let me, what if it's, like, a fighting game and it's, like, Smash Brothers? And that was too much. And uh, I kind of, like, had to, like, revert back. 
and just work with what I know at the time. I mean, I didn't know much and how to, you know, when I'm building my game, like I didn't want to like go with something hard. So I was like, okay, well, let me just finish like a small project for like maybe like a month or two and then and then get get into like maybe the next game would be the game that I have in my mind. And of course, like four years after, I'm still working craft volleyball and I'm adding to it. But that's a, that's a different thing. That's because I like it and actually um, clicked well. But I think the, the biggest part was actually um, I took that prototype. Like I had a prototype and I took it to friends of mine who are both um, they I met them through volleyball. Um, and they were having a house party. Um, a friend of mine just moved into a new house. And, you know, we used to, like, play video games at his, at his old apartment. So so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to, like, bring four controllers, bring my laptop, and we'll see how it goes. And um, I didn't expect it, but it was a hit. They liked it. And I think we played it more than we played any other game in there and that night. And I thought they were just being nice to me, like, you know, they're playing it because it's my game or whatever. And I was still like in disbelief, like, okay, yeah, we're playing a game. Maybe they're trying it out. Thank you. That kind of thing. And they told me they liked it. And, you know, I, I was like, cool. I mean, I have friends who like volleyball and they are also like hardcore gamers and they like this. So maybe there's something here. Um, and that kind of motivated me to like work on it further. And honestly, the whole journey, I guess, so far is just my friends playing the game telling me the game is awesome, telling me that they love it. And I felt like that's kind of my, it's both my creative outlet. Uh, it's my, it's not my, this is not my day job. So it's kind of like my creative outlet to like do it on the side. Um, and also it's, I feel like it's kind of like a silly to say, but it's kind of like my obligation to kind of like give, give people something that they enjoy and they can like, you know, have fun with in their free time. So that's kind of that. That been the start for crab volleyball, honestly. Um, just breakout game that made it made it bigger and bigger. Yeah, I mean that makes perfect sense as to like you keep showing it off and whatnot, and people like it. You get feedback. You just keep working on it, and then I mean I'm in the same boat with Galactic Battleground. Just like I just want to keep pushing it because it's fun. People like it. But let's let's talk about the first time you like really showed it off at the tournament, like when you brought it to the Killer Queen tournament. What was that like? Like you, I got to believe that you felt nervous to show it off and see what people thought and find bugs, stuff like that. What was that experience like? So funny, funny you say that. Um, so the thing is, I, I showed it actually locally, like to in other events. Um, and I'll have to give them like their, their, their flowers, right? Like we have one one group, I'll get to the like, queen part, but one, one group is called the Portion of the Pixels. And they're awesome because they do, they're the guy who runs is like huge into indie games. And I was like, in a shy way, I was like, that's when I was actually nervous about it. I was like, hey, like I showed, I showed the game to my friends. Can I show it? You know, can I just have my laptop sitting in a corner with four controllers and see how it goes? And uh, and again, people loved it there. And there were people that like I was friends with, but I wasn't you know that close friends with. I would say, and they they also never played volleyball, so I had that concern that they might not know about volleyball. Um, that was with controllers. Um, then actually there was one event for a killer queen tournament that I took it to and the whole thing broke. Like the whole thing, the game just did not work. Like I could not run it. It was very demoralizing. Uh, but it was, I mean, it was just fine. It was kind of part of the progress. I was able to like, I was like coding it and like working on it. Um, then, um, but 
the idea of controllers not being great, and I'll, 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 there's a reason why I'm telling you controls are not great. Uh, it kind of like proved to me that uh, controls are a little bit too complicated, and that's where I had to pivot kind of like to the uh, like to like a more of a fight stick situation uh, because I kind of wanted like a full exp- like a certain experience for how the game is played. But 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 yeah, but I mean to fast forward here. Um, yeah, I took it to Glitch Bar um, in uh, Fort, Fort Lauderdale for a Killer Queen tournament. And um, it was at the morning, I think, like, things were not working. I think uh, the, the the fight sticks that I built, like, they, like, they were all plugged into, like, one USB, and that USB did not work. I ran to a Best Buy, and I bought, and also the television they had there was not USB. Well, sorry, it was, was a USB, not the HDMI, maybe the other way around. And I was just stressed out the whole time. And then I plugged it in and I was like, oh, it's done. And I remember like one, I was happy. Like I, I went to the bar, I grabbed two drinks and I was like, I'm good. Like I am, it's finally running. Uh, so I stand on the side and just slowly people would just like, like people who were like Killer Queen players would go and they, and they would tell their friends like, oh, there's a game there. Let's like go play it out. And then they would go play, they'd go play it and, you know, I would go back there and I would see like four people, then walk away, come back again. There's like eight people. And I was like, wow, this is actually kicking in. And I would hear sounds of people just like getting super excited and loud. Um, and uh, and of course, there was the tournament uh, that I can get to as well. Uh, I decided to, all the people wanted to play. I, actually, I didn't want to do a tournament at first because I wasn't sure if the game was going to be played at all, right? Like I'm coming into this, thinking like the, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a pessimist myself. So like I, I come into this like thinking like, okay, things might not work. Just like, you know, when I went to Baltimore, things did not work, another Killer Queen tournament and things did not work. So for me, the goal is to have it running. I'm not thinking about like the best case. I'm thinking about what is the minimum I can do. Uh, but luckily everything ran fine and people were telling me like, yeah, let's do a tournament, let's do a tournament. And I was like, sure, let's do a tournament. And I, I, th- I think I put down like a sign-up sheet I should have bought that sign-up sheet, actually, because I think your name was on there. Yeah, I'm on there and, for sure. <laughs> and um, But yeah, and then I had the sign-up sheet, and I ran a tournament, and uh, you entered. Um, Nikita was there from Killer Queen, uh, from Bumble Bear. He also entered. Uh, and there were just so many moments where it was just like everyone was watching and just laughing so hard about like some of the things that are happening. Uh, I think even Nikita told me, like, dude, like this game... This game is fun, which is all I wanted to hear. Really, is like it's 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 a fun game. That's that was the whole goal. Like you know, it, it, it's not going to be a perfect game. I know, I know more than anyone that there's always things to work on. Uh, but like I, you know, I didn't want to chase like perfection. I want to just have it be fun and good enough. Um, and I think I talked to you as well, and uh, you told me like, oh yeah, this is actually this would make a good arcade game. And that's when I was like that's a solid validation. Like now I got two people who like know what they're doing and they both, you know, like the game. You like it enough apparently to win the tournament. So you are the first like two V two, which is uh, how the game is played. You are the first uh, champ, I guess for a tournament. So congrats on that. So. That's what I like <laughs> to hear. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. That's kind of like uh, that. That was the first time I also like showed, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to go in depth, but like, the experience of how the game, how I wanted the game to be played, um, is important to me as well. 
Um, the idea of having an arcade is better for sure. Uh, when it was on a when it was on a controller, and that is something that I kind of to go back to like the, the playtesting concept. Um, when now when it was on a controller, like people were actually grabbing the controller, they were trying to figure out what to do, and there were just too many buttons. And that's when I realized like I had to pivot to something less. And uh, I actually still have the uh, I took out the fight stick, but I still have the uh, the original fight stick. That's the one that you played on. Yep, I remember that. And uh, I just kind of like to motivate people. I bought this from uh, from Target, like that dollar section. I don't know if they have it in every Target, but when you enter, there's all this like a section that's like almost like in the dollar store, like. But yeah, this is like a toy. A toy box that, like, I ended up like. Oh yeah, I think from the from the back here you can tell. Uh, I ended up like drilling holes in, and uh, yeah, I kind of like just plugged in buttons into. Um, I wanted the buttons to have like a certain layout for like a jump and like, spin. Um, and I like I actually before this one I did it like a cardboard box at home, um, just to kind of like make sure that you know I have the controls right. And uh, so I, yeah, so once I built this, I think this was the game changer. Like once I built this, people were loving the game a lot more. And uh, it kind of showed like the experience for playing the game is much more fun. Kind of kind of makes things easier more than uh, like a joystick. I think that is something that is lost in like a lot of games just using controllers. Uh, I think uh, there's something special about like walking to an arcade machine and having like the button layouts and the controls like designed the same way like the game developer wanted them to be so that's my ramble for game design yeah i mean i think that's that's a really really big part and very important like point that you make there is when you use a controller you have like a set limitation i don't remember who i was talking to i feel like it was tony but like a set basically layout but when you have an arcade cabinet you have a blank slate you can put as many buttons on it the joystick you can place everything where you want you're designing the controller for that game. You're not designing a game for a controller, you know? And the tactile piece of it being in an arcade cabinet makes it so much fun. I want to play it in the arcade cabinet so bad, but I love those little joy boxes, like the the fight sticks. I knew right away, because you'd mentioned you just threw them together really quick, and I think that was a massive game changer with with the way the gameplay just really was. Um, let's, let's talk about the Killer Queen scene. How did you get in? Like, where'd you start? Because obviously... You probably wouldn't have made this game if you didn't know someone else in the space making games that you loved, you know? So how did you get into the Killer Queen scene? Sure, yeah. So uh, funny enough, it also goes back to volleyball. But uh, so I used to have like a group of my friends and we were all, we would all like play volleyball. And then afterward, it was, I mean, we were all like social volleyball players, I guess. So after we play volleyball, we want to go out and hang out uh, after we play our league. And I used to be even more into volleyball like just uh, recreational if you want to call it that and uh we used to go to like you know certain bars here and there and uh a bar a game bar in charlotte was uh was opening uh but it was like a interesting case where it was pre pre pre-official opening so no one really knew when it was officially opening so we were always like tell each other like oh is it open is it open and we decided to like eventually go um, so I went there with, you know, with some of my friends and it was like, we saw this, we saw this game and it was Killer Queen and we were already into like team sports. Uh, we already kind of like played a similar concept of uh, what is now Killer Queen League. 
so right immediately, like we just loved Killer Queen. Like we just we jumped on it. We just love we we got the concept. A lot of us so play you know volleyball and video games. We kind of just like we we know the idea of uh, like roles, for example. Uh, so like Killer Queen, you know they have like the queen and they have two warrior. You have two like sorry a queen and then you have four um, like drones that can become warriors and then they can have like like different objectives. Sorry, my cat is jumping on here, disconnecting the computer. But yeah, so you can have different objectives, which is like in volleyball is very similar. You have like a like a setter who is someone in the middle, kind of like the equivalent of a quarterback in football world or pitcher in baseball. So we already got the concept for the game and we already loved it. And I remember just seeing it like enough regulars that I was like, hey guys, let's can we meet on Mondays? Like it was already busy on the weekends when we were going. And uh, that actually started what we call the Monday Mixer in Charlotte, which is still to this, I mean, I bought it clothes and moved and so on. But Monday is kind of like a tradition, like where we go and play. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I love Killer Queen. I I always say like, I, I play it for different reasons. Like I play it for the social aspect. I always travel. I, I love it. It has some of the best like gaming community really uh, that I've met. Uh, I mean, I would travel to cities and people would just let me, like, you know, crash in their couches. Like, there's definitely an aspect of uh, camaraderie in there because it's, like, such a, like, a niche game. And, uh, and of course, I met the creators. Like, it was a big deal for me to be like, oh, my gosh, these guys make video games. Um, and I remember meeting, you know, Nick and Josh. They are very humble. They're very nice. And, you know, met other Bumble Bear staff as well. And uh, through that, of course, I met... You know, I met you, of course, and I met, uh, you know, Tony for Death Ball. And uh, so I kind of been, I just kind of been going to arcades a lot as a result. Um, yeah, so that's that's Killer Queen. I, I love Killer Queen. And uh, I, I kind of like stepped back from it. I kind of stepped back from Killer Queen a little bit. Sorry, my, I'm going to have to pick up my cat. There's going to be a rare cat appearance. Nope, he just ran away. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Audience. You're good. <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah, I mean, I've been playing a lot of Killer Queen and uh, yeah, been traveling for it. And I kind of slowed down now, especially been busy with crab volleyball and everything. Uh, but it's uh, I've been to, I skipped Bumble Bash 1 because there was a wedding, but I've been to all of the other Bumble Bashes. Um, and I think we met at Bumble Bash 4? Was that? Yep, in Chattanooga. Yeah, so that was, that was, that was huge. I mean, I always loved indie games. So seeing our, like, the indie game arcade setup in there was uh, definitely inspiring. So uh, there's something about just seeing other people doing it and like talking to them and being like, you know what, maybe it's time for me. I always wanted to make games. Let me, let me actually finish something. So I, I definitely appreciate appreciate it. Actually, I, I was looking at my, uh, my wallet earlier and I found the uh, on the gladness uh, card that I, <laughs> I got uh, from uh, free, the free, free flip. Flip Studio from Omni Gladness, and I know you interviewed them uh, not long ago, multiple times here actually. So uh, yeah, I remember talking to them, being like, "Yeah, so like, you know, how did you guys do the games and stuff like that?" And uh, and I, I'm sure they were also in um, they were also in Glitch Bar for that tournament, weren't they? With Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob and Anthony were down there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we had a, we had a small reunion in there. So that was cool. That was cool for me to like talk to all of you about the game that I want to build, and then going to florida and seeing all of y'all there 
Yeah, I, I love your point about like the community, everybody kind of helping each other out. And I'm so glad that you ended up putting it in an arcade cabinet. Like it's it's a pretty niche community that we have, and obviously people are following along. And I love that more people are getting interested in the space. Uh, but I, I just think it's so cool that there's somebody else building arcade cabinets other than like these big guys. So what was the most fun part of taking your game from like the concept and a playable version to putting it into a cabinet? And what was the thing that you enjoyed the most about building that cabinet? I I, I think, well, one, it's in my favorite bar. <laughs> like that's a, that's a given. I, I, yeah, I told, shout out to Abari first yeah, off. Yeah, shout out to Abari. Like I, I told uh, Zach, the owner, I was like, I was like, dude, like now that I have the game there, I'm gonna be even coming in more often, right? Like he knows me as a regular, and and which is one of the reasons why you know he allowed me to have the game in there. Um, I mean, it's been a process to just get it there, um, and I think the best part, honestly, is just walking by and uh, seeing randos. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I said this already, but like the really the biggest motivation for me is to, and the biggest goal, and I I remember like having that being my like a, like north star or whatever um is that i want as many people to play the game with the experience that i intend um as possible right like i want people to come in to come in and play the game that's why i wanted it in a, that's why i wanted it in an arcade i want it to be in public i want to be able to like have tell people that there's a place they can go and they can play it the way it meant to be um, I, I can. I had people tell me like you know Steam and stuff like that. I was like, it's just not the same. It's just not the same game. You have to be with your friends. You have to hang out together and walk into a game and be shoulder, shoulder to shoulder, and you know trash talk. Maybe not trash talk. Laugh. Uh, and I'll I'll send you videos, of course, like for everything. I forgot to tell you that. But like you know, see, like I just have people like just having the like the most fun. And for me, that's kind of like what makes it all worth it. Um, so I, I appreciate that more than anything. And um, I can, I mean, I hopefully, you know, I can spread that, spread that love elsewhere too. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think like seeing people playing it side by side, talking a little bit of trash here and there is always fun. Um, but like, it's, it's a whole different experience when you're there with somebody. And especially like you see it in the Killer Queen community all the time. People are new to the game. They come up and you play a game and then they tell you like what you did wrong and they give you tips on how to do better. Some people, not all people, but um, th- I think that's the best part about being right there. Cause you know, if you play a game online with somebody that's way better than you, they're probably not going to tell you what you did wrong and how to be better because the lobby's gone. They're just going to leave, go to the next game. Um, I, I love that, that you had so much passion for this and got it done. Um, what, what does Abari mean to you? Because I don't know anything about this arcade. I've, you've mentioned it multiple times to me. It's one that I really want to check out, and I'd love to talk to the owner. But like, what does that bar mean to you Like to be in your home city and to finally have your game in there? That's a, that's, that's a heavy question. Um, like Abari is probably one of the most important places in Charlotte. Um, like as the city, you know, as the city changes, as the city moves on and it's a, it's a spot where we can all like gather together. Um, I can go in there anytime and, uh, you know, feel like I belong there. It's kind of, it's my second virtual room. Uh, virtual room. It's my second living room uh, that I go to. And uh, I, there's always friends there. Um, there's always friends to make there. And I think that is something that even, 
like a bar, like the original bar closed, and that was a like with COVID happened, I was like, we didn't know what to do, right? Like there was a, like a bit of an aspect, like is it going to be months? Is it going to be a few months? And uh, when I heard the news that uh, like Abari was closing, it was really sad because we I felt like Charlotte really lost something big. Uh, we felt like you know one of the t- best spots to be, to go to in Charlotte, uh, but it was gone. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, and then so to when I heard that uh, they were you know Zach was gonna go through it again, and he did it for the people. When I heard that he was gonna do it again and gonna go through it all. Um, just because, you know, so many people want, like, told him, you know, how much it means to them and so on. And uh, he decided to do it and, and it finally opened. It, it just, it was like a scene from a movie. It's just like, it was unreal, like walking in. And I remember the first time I walked in when the new one opened and just how it's much bigger, much better. And seeing familiar faces in there, seeing people that I didn't talk to before, I mean, I didn't talk to them before, but I seen like they were just like bar regulars, and and now I see them again, and I'm like, oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back in Charlotte. It's good to be back in Charlotte for sure. Even that doesn't doesn't make sense a little bit. That doesn't to be back in Charlotte, but for me, a bar is Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like you just went over the premise of like Cheers. Like it's the same vibe. Like you know everybody there. You're hanging out. It's a good time. And I love to hear that. Like, that's that's such a good thing. That's exactly how I felt when I went to Glitch Bar. Like, it just felt like everybody was cool, having a good time, and just, you know, hanging out, seeing friends again with the Killer Queen community. So, yeah. that that's really all I have for you, man. Um, give shout-outs, like social media, where people can follow your story, where they can play the game, stuff like that. Sure. Uh, I mean, I was going to make so many posts, and I was going to call them the, the flowers. I'm going to start doing those on Thursdays. Um, I'll go for myself at the end. I mean, shout out to you, by the way, because this show is awesome. Um, Thank just you. Wanna, just give me that shout out. Um, I want to give a shout out to the people who like let me show the game. Um, the Baltimore Killer Queen crew, um, the Potions and Pixels. Um, uh, who was it? Like, like um, um, Wonderville crew, actually. Their Discord has been awesome through COVID. And there's a lot of developers in there uh, who are very helpful. Um, you know, Abari Game Bar. I, you know, I love that place. They believed in me, and they finally let me put my arcade machine in there. And uh, you know, shout out to myself as well. I'm, <laughs> I'm killing it through all of this. So, um, uh, crabvolleyball.com. I have all the links in there. Uh, I am hoping. I know a lot of people ask me like, what is next? What is next? And it is wild because this has been a journey. Um, as far as what is next for me, I. I honestly, I haven't finalized everything, but right now I have a form on there. If you're interested, maybe on buying a cab or something, let me know in there. Uh, I made a form. If I get enough demand, then I'll figure it out somehow. I don't know how, uh, but honestly, I didn't know how when I started. So, uh, but uh, yeah, crabvolleyball.com. Follow me. Follow, it's there's a link to the Facebook group. And uh, message me if you have any questions as well. And uh, I'll be on your Discord as well. So you can find me there too. Awesome. Thanks, Amar. I really appreciate you talking about the game. And yeah, if, if you get enough demand, we'll cross that bridge. I'll help you figure that out because we got our cabinets in production now too. So um, 
to anybody that's still watching, I just want to say thank you for checking us out. If you like what we're doing here at Indie Arcade Wave, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. It helps us a ton, and then we can just all ride the wave together. Amar, thank you to you for making Crab Volleyball, because that game is fun as hell. Not even kidding. And, yeah, that's all we got here this week, so check us out next time. Peace.